In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 28th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. U.S. Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez announced his resignation in a brief statement at the Justice Department. He did not take questions from reporters. Bush will likely nominate Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff. Did you hear anything else about that? Today, no, Mike? no, and I don't. There's speculation that Ted Olson, who's the Solicitor General, yeah, yeah. and there's a number of other people. And I, I often wonder if they not put up the most egregious, most unacceptable names first so that when yeah. you, they do announce the other guy, who's equally horrible, yeah. he doesn't sound so bad. Were any of these people not involved in the impeachment process of President Clinton? Oh yeah, for sure, Olson. Yeah, you're no, right. I mean, were they? Were any of them yeah, not I, involved? I, I know you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe Chertoff was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, Chertoff is also responsible, given credit for writing the Patriot Act. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he served as a federal appellate court judge, yeah. federal prosecutor, special counsel for a Senate committee investigating President Clinton's involvement in the Whitewater land development. And how did that go? What did they find? Did they, they must have uncovered... They found that the Clintons lost $40,000 in a land deal. Uh, and how much money, did they, how many tens of millions of dollars did that cost to find that out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah they, they personally lost $40,000. That'll, that'll teach them. Yeah. Yeah. That'll wow. show them. Uh-huh. Uh, Vice President Dick Cheney's office has in its possession more than 50 documents related to a congressional investigation of the Bush administration's warrantless wiretapping program, but Cheney's lawyer on refused to hand over the documents in response to a subpoena. They're not giving up. Yeah. They're holding tight. You know, when's he going to resign? You got, you got Gonzalez out of there. I really do think that he's going to make one last stab at uh, attacking Iran. That will be his... I think they're all going to resign. Honestly. Bush will finally resign. Bush will resign. They'll all resign. Yeah. They're going to... It's s- good. We'll be sitting there going, huh? Yeah. What? What happened? <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. What? Hey, things seem to be better. Oh, yeah. The pres- president resigned. That's what happened. Um, I don't know. I, I think Cheney... Suppose, I've, I've, you know, you hear these people are talking about how his wings have been clipped a little bit because Robert Gates is there. There's some wings. adults... This, the adult supervision is kicking in. Uh, he tried to isolate Condoleezza Rice, apparently. She's sort of made a resurgence within the administration. What do you mean by that? I don't know what that means exactly, except that her advice Who is... said that? That her advice is being... To her, her, she's been given more responsibility. Who which, said that? Which is a direct... What, she's milk monitor now? I don't know. What's going on? What are you talking about? Well, that she's involved in more diplomatic... Um, missions that she's going overseas to talk to these people more than Is she has been doing the party line or yeah i, I, I don't yeah, think I don't she's know. Actually I, you know i say these things and i know what you're saying i'm just i'm just telling yeah, you you're, you're insiders eight, speculate yeah, insiders yeah, speculate yeah. you're you're watching you know cable news yes yeah, i'm watching cnn too much yeah insiders at cnn believe that yeah. condoleezza rice has a brain <laughs> exactly and then it well i'm not gonna well we'll, that, we'll say that for another time because i think condoleezza rice She's on be. her way out. Remember, this about a year ago. They were talking about her running for president. Yeah. She's, she's got nothing now. <laughs> she has got nothing. I've never really got it with her. I have never really got this sort of intellectual um, weight that she supposedly has. I never heard 
her say anything that I went, oh, my God, she really is an insightful. She plays piano. She plays piano. She has an oil tanker named after her. And can, you, can you say that no, about I yourself? Can't. No, I can't. And, it was reported that the Bush administration and China have both undermined efforts to tighten rules designed to ensure that lead paint isn't used in toys, bibs, jewelry, and other children's products. Yeah. Both have fought efforts to better police import toys from China. That would be our president. Yeah. Apparently wants lead poisoning. That's not a bad idea, really. Just to poison the children. Yeah, because lead is well known to cause brain damage. Yeah. And if you expect a, a uh, as they call it, the uh, eternal Republican majority, I think we should be sucking on, on lead paint. I think no child only... left unpoisoned. Yeah. Now both. No, ch- no child left unleaded. Mm-hmm. Both China and the Bush administration are under increased increased scrutiny. The hell does that mean? I don't know. Increased scrutiny. Yeah. After the massive toy recall by Mattel. You know that, uh, let's see, there was Sesame, there's Elmo, right? The Tickle Me Elmo the tick- something or other. There's the tick- There's the premium and then there's the... Uh, unleaded? Unleaded. <laughs> tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo. Thomas the Train and Dora the Explorer. Yeah. I, I once uh, had a date with Dora the Explorer. Well... And I, I won't tell you how that was. Thank went. you very much. Yeah. yeah. New figures highlight a worsening humanitarian crisis in Iraq. There's new figures out. Right? Yeah, yeah, there are new figures. The Associated Press reports the death toll for Iraqi civilians is double what it was a year ago. Yeah. Per, per, know, yeah, per they day, have, per yeah, month, yeah, It's per day, the, actually. Yeah. It's going up, I know. It went from, what, 32 to 66? Yeah. Civilians a day. Yeah. So, and everybody, was, again, I've said this before, we talked about it when it happened, Virginia Tech, 30, 33 students were killed. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It was awful. It was a terrible tragedy. Unbelievable. Yeah. The nation weeping and gnashing of teeth and the, you know, breast pounding and all that kind of stuff about this. And it's happening to... Oh, the violence in oh, our country. Yeah, and th- that's right. And there's two of these for civilians every single day in Iraq. On average. <clears throat> uh, A call by Puerto Rico's governor, Anibal Acevedo-Villa. Uh-huh. for a U.S. withdrawal from Iraq earned a standing ovation from a conference of more than 4,000 U.S. National Guardsmen. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's not a good sign. That does bring, okay. At some point, I think, maybe this isn't the story, maybe when you move, but at some point we have to start thinking about what the U.S. military, the generals are going to say when Bush says, we need twenty or 30,000 more troops in Iraq. Yeah. At what point are the generals going to say no and when they say no, our army cannot sustain this effort any longer. Yeah. We will have a constitutional crisis. And my my sense is is that people in this country trust the military more than they trust the civilian government. They have more confidence. It seems to be a, an organization that is working more efficiently and better than the U.S. government is. Mm-hmm. At what point will the American public be in some sort of tacit way in agreement with a military standing up to the civilian authority. And what does that say about the future of America when the military is dictating policy in this country? I'm just asking, this is a rhetorical question in a way, but at what point when when the generals and the Joint Chiefs... So, want, so you're talking about martial law. You're I know, going no, down I know. That road. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not, paranoid. No, I'm not even going to yeah. go there. I'm saying you, that... You went there. No, I'm not going. I'm you not did. saying that there's going to be a National Guardsman on every, on every corner, 
monitoring or taking over. You trust over. the military I'm more saying, than you trust civilian government? I'm not saying that I do. I, I just I'm, have I'm Major say, Kong in my head when you no, say something no, like no, that. No, no, no. All, all I am saying is is that we're we're approaching a point in which people are going to agree with the generals who do not want us to uh-huh. continue our involvement. They want to cut back in Iraq. And the civilian authority says, no, we want to continue. We want more. And the, and the military is saying, you're going to destroy this the, the, the military. That They will force a constitutional crisis. I'm not saying they're gonna, there's going to be a military takeover, but I'm saying there will be a constitutional crisis when, when the Joint Chiefs say no. And then what happens? That's what I'm asking. And that's, what, that's the question yeah. I am asking. But it, a we cons- are, What's a constitutional crisis? A constitutional crisis is when the civilian... I know what a constitutional... But I mean, but, but we, we have one all the time here. With the Bush administration. Well, we do. Alberto Gonzalez put us of, in a constitutional right, crisis. You're right. So it's like a daily but, constitutional but the, crisis. The, the difference is is that people have this, more confidence in the U.S. military than they do in the U.S. government. So this in, would be a what kind I don't know what it will be. I'm not saying I know what form it'll take, but I have. Why don't I, we just. I have this sense that the military that's is. That's why Colin about, Powell is going to run for well, president. Well, this is. Well, that's what we need is. A, that's. We should put a general in charge. You're talking about. No, I don't want to put a general in charge of the country. Although, although Dwight Eisenhower, in retrospect. Are you was, sure you didn't stay up late last uh, night? I'm just saying. I am saying. Okay. Let's in a speech before the veteran veterans of foreign wars, President Bush warned. With that a withdrawal of U.S. troops from Iraq would lead to mass bloodshed similar to what happened in Southeast Asia after the Vietnam War. That's what he did. Yeah, that well, was a much gabbed about oh, speech there. Yeah, it was. The one I liked the most is uh, there was an editorial in the L.A. Times, and I'm, I'm forgetting who suggested that we just go back into Vietnam and, and settle the score there. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what Bush is suggesting. Yeah. We might as well. Yeah, we might as well. We'd catch them a little bit off guard. Oh, I'm sure we would. <laughs> if they saw, you and, know. You know and, I, and I think we ought to send some, some people from Westminster who like that idea over there, too. Just send the whole gang them over there. They yeah. can lead the charge. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, uh, you know, gang, get some of these, uh, you know, yeah. right-wingers. Get some of Bush Bush's family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good idea. We could take over. How surprised would they be if they looked out over the horizon and they saw, you know, a couple hundred Huey helicopters yeah. on their way to but, Ho Chi Minh City? Uh, That'd shake them up. Little William Tell Overture. Yeah, the William Tell Overture. Yeah. There you go. It was reported that General Peter Pace, whose name I find quite yeah, alarming. It is. The chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is expected to advise President Bush to reduce the U.S. forces in Iraq by next year by almost half. Huh. Son yeah. of a gun. Yeah. That's kind of just what I just said a couple minutes ago. He wants... Do you want ha- to repeat that again? He wants you, half. You went on he wants for half, far too long. He wants half the troops uh-huh. and the civilian authority Yeah, doesn't want that. Yeah. Okay. Tension continues to grow between the U.S. government and Iraq's Prime Minister, Nouri al-Maliki. This is kind of important stuff here, Mike. Yeah. President Bush refused to publicly support al-Maliki's government. Earlier, Democratic Senator Carl Levin called for al-Maliki's ouster. So well, we have some, uh, you know, some shuffling some it, of chairs over there. Well, we also have John Warner, who was a very important Republican, who was uh-huh. the chair of the uh, Armed Services Committee in the Senate, saying... He wants a withdrawal, although I think that that's kind of window dressing. He's saying, yeah. I think what he's saying is just get some of them out of there so the Republicans can turn around and say, see, yeah. we're drawing down. I don't know. But you're right about Levin and Maliki. He, it, yeah. Apparently, well, he's a Shiite 
who has who 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 Levin is, is a Shiite. Levin, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't yeah, have imagined. You wouldn't that. have thought that. I know, uh-huh. but uh, he is, and uh, and so is Maliki. So that Maliki? made it, yeah, so yeah. That, Maliki, I should say. So I like to call him Maliki. I know you do. The CIA never developed an overall strategy for confronting Al Qaeda and let precious resources and capabilities go unused in the years leading up to September 11th according to an internal investigation that the agency had fought to keep secret for the last two years. Of course they did. And so, you know, I, what's new about that? I, I Sometimes just, I put these news items in, you, I go, well, yeah, we knew that. So so the news is actually a confirmation of what we knew. Yeah. It's not so much yeah, news exactly. as it is yeah. just, well, you know, you were right again. And by, by the way, you're not crazy. You were yeah. right about that. Yeah, it, when what is when so, people were you calling you unpatriotic, no. You weren't really unpatriotic. You were just <laughs> practical and saw what was going on. We live in an amazing time. If any, there's so many stories that you read every week that if they came out individually and we had a, a, an active press who was doing its job, these would be major stories that would be preoccupying our time. Yeah. But so many of them come out every week now regarding the war, the mismanagement, uh, global warming, all these other things that are going on that are very important issues. That you just—it's just a—it's a waterfall of this crap every week. Yeah, and and it just and, goes and, on. Yeah, you just don't know how to respond. Uh, whatever. Ah. A stock assessment ah. released by the nation's intelligence agencies depicted a paralyzed Iraqi government unable to take advantage of the security gains achieved by achieved by the thousands of extra American troops dispatched to the country this year. So this is just another yeah. failure on our part. Yeah. The National Intelligence Estimate casts strong doubts on the viability of the Bush administration's strategy in Iraq. Oh, this is news. Yeah, but it got like two days in the, I mean. There, I well, what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, it's it's I, it's not news if you had your head yeah. in the right place and watched this over the last four years develop. Anyone who had even a passing uh, familiarity with the situation in the Middle East in the 1990s would have said it had been insane to go in and do what we've done. And yet, and yet we get a national intelligence estimate that gets in the news that pretty much says that. Yeah. It's old news. Yeah. Why yeah. am I reading this? No, no, no. And go go watch, uh, if you want a, uh, a sort of a good primer on all this, go watch uh, No End in Sight. It's a documentary that came out about three weeks ago. Get a chance. You should catch it. It'll give you Are a Are you going to ver- plug film school here, Mike? No, just it'll give you a very good idea of, plug film school. of where, where it The show off. coming up, film school. That'd be the show That'd coming be, up after this? Is yeah, there one? Uh, slash oh. film school. You can listen to Charles Ferguson, the director of mm-hmm. No End in Sight. And uh, our yeah, and our interview with him about his film No End in Sight. There you go. What's that film again? It's called No End in Sight. Armed groups increase their control of the antiquated switching stations that channel electricity around Iraq. Yeah. The electricity minister said that would be the Iraqi electricity minister. We don't have electricity ministers over here. No, we have big major <laughs> Companies who yeah. who game the system like Enron uh-huh. and and create a thirteen billion dollar deficit in California. I'll make up some business cards. That's who we that have. say Minister of Electricity. We have we have our own Nathan Callahan, <laughs> Minister of Electricity. That's we have right. our we have our own warlords. Phrenologist and Minister of <laughs> yeah, Electricity. We have our own warlords. They're called Enron, Duke, Synergy. Yeah, those kind of people. Yeah. 
this is apparently dividing the yeah. national grid into fiefs. Yeah, it is. It's the little warlords have taken uh, over their little fiefdoms. And they will not, they yeah. will not, uh, they've often refused to share electricity generated locally with Baghdad and other power starved areas. Yeah. They just cut it up. <laughs> yeah. So even, even though the, the, the electricity is there, the infrastructure, once again, the infrastructure has been destroyed. I, I just, I come back to this one statistic about Iraq that just is mind boggling to me, which is there are a million people that have, there are, Two million people that have migrated out of Iraq and more every week. It's 50,000 a week, they're saying, are, are leaving Iraq. And they're the professionals, the people who can actually run the com- country. That's the way they're we planned it. One million in, uh, in Jordan, one million in Syria, and about two million internally displaced. You have now eight million people that live uh, close to the, uh, starvation every every. You have this massive human rights or human uh, refugee issue that's not going to go away. And that by itself would be daunting enough to take care of, and they can't take care of it. And then you throw on top of that sectarian violence and U.S. military involvement. It's not going to get fixed. It's not going to work. Are you done? I think I'm done. Republican lobbyists with close ties to the Bush administration are aiding and supporting the efforts of an Iraqi opposition leader who is calling for the ouster of Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki. Mm-hmm. The anti Maliki Crusader is former Iraqi Prime Minister Ayed Alawi, and the Washington firm retained to spearhead U.S.-focused yes. efforts on this on his behalf is the Republican powerhouse group Barber Griffith and Rogers. That would be we like to call them BGR. Yeah, BGR. BGR International's president is Robert Blackwell, uh, who, who you may recall yes. he's the one-time White House point man on Iraq. Yes, and holds the title that held the title of president. Envoy to Iraq in 2004. So you see what's happening. Here. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah. they're positioning themselves over the president, at least at this time. Yeah. And where, what he's trying to support. Well, Alawi is, is also a darling of the neocons. Originally, he was. Wolfowitz and Cheney and those guys wanted him. Is that him. like Betty Boop? They wanted him because he was, he was going to be a strong leader, which means he was going to, yeah, be a strong man. And darling. A darling of the, of the, uh, and he he was his credibility was shattered. He turned out to be a crook. A darling's credibility shattered. Yes. Freedom's Watch. Yeah. A new right wing front group for the White House unveiled a month long one point fifteen million dollar huh? yeah fifteen, 15 million dollar television and radio campaign to pressure Congress to continue supporting President Bush's disastrous Iraqi strategy. I've said that a couple of times. Disastrous Iraqi strategy. Well, yeah, yeah. The group, which is funded by high-profile Republicans who were aides and supporters of President Bush, is headed by a familiar face from the Bush administration. Can you guess the name of that familiar praise? Tick face. Tock, tick, tick tock. Tick, I know. You do? Do you out there, in, you listeners, do you Okay, know? everybody together. Ari Fleischer. That's right. That's Ari Fleischer. And... I like what he said. Can I read what he said? It's been... There's been a three-year silence from conservatives and others who believe in peace through strength. Wasn't that exactly the slogan in uh, Dr. Strangelove when they were outside that military base and they were trying to take it back from uh-huh. the crazy general? I think it and said that on when, when you know, when, some of the uh, handheld camera shots yeah. there with the bullets yeah. flying around. It said it peace, through, said, through, peace through strength yeah, on a wall. On a wall, yeah. yeah. The cavalry is coming. We're going to help you get the message out. There you go. Wow. Yeah. 
We're going to get the message out. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the ad, but you can go to NathanCallahan.com oh. and see it. It's in the uh, the, the Freedom's Watch This is in the video? In, uh, in my little video clip of the day. That would be NathanCallahan.com. Yeah? Go there and see this ad. Yeah. What's remarkable about it mm-hmm. is that uh, Ari Fleischer, well, let me, let me preface it by saying the ad focuses on one vet who lost both his legs over there. Yeah. <coughs> He's walking around on these, you know, metal yeah. Uh, yeah. Prosthetics. prosthetic legs. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, he's the only person in this ad, yeah. the only ad that they put out. They feature the ad. They bring the ad to, to show at some Fox News show. This one guy is going on about, you know, how he gave so much for his country. And now right. we, I don't want to – he said something like, you know, let's not – I don't want this to be meaningless. Right, of course he does. Uh, yeah. Of course he doesn't. And I, I got I got news for you, pal. It well, is meaningless. Well, I, 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 yeah. How can you not be empathetic to this poor man? Well, but, I can't. But you know, well, I mean, you know, you you dig uh, your grave, you lie in it. Well, all right. And I know, I know that's horrible, but it's true. Yeah, it's I, true. If you really have the, if you're going under the assumption that anything, anybody who claims to be president is is uh, is is right, meaningful, and and you yeah. don't. Look into the facts, yeah. and and you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's I, there's not a whole lot of sympathy going on right there. Right. I, I, I feel sorry that it happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. There are a lot of people of out there that that have horrible things happen to them that I feel sorry about. Of but is is that my fault? Right. Is is that Ari Fleischer's fault? No. Well, apparently he couldn't remember the name of the person. After we've gone through it, there they asked him, "Well, who is that brave fellow?" That lost his legs, and oh, goes, really? well, well, I don't, I don't have the name in front of me. Oh here. my goodness! Yeah. Oh, so so that's your patriotism coming from Ari Fleischer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, it, it's uh, it is, and you know, I I just recall there was a lot of uh, Ann Coulter's of the uh, of the right were screaming about the 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 widows of nine eleven and how they were harping. What are they? What are they, carping harpies or something or whatever yeah. she said they were. And they should just keep their mouths shut, and, yeah. you know, because they were questioning a lot of this this insanity. Well, yeah. that and took at place. what point do you do you show a baby who's been uh, blown apart, right. right? And 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 show that you know an yeah. Iraqi child who's been blown apart for doing nothing but laying in a crib. I know. And and, and say, well, you know, her death was. I want to. I want to make her death meaningful. Well, having some some insurgent standing in front of a camera saying, "I don't want this baby's death to be meaningless." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got news for you, insurgent. It is meaningless. Yeah, that's the point of all this. Yeah. That's the point of war. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Where are we? A new super weapon. Ah, oh, this is, one, this is one of my favorite stories of the week. This is a very sad, sick. A new super weapon being supplied to British soldiers in Afghanistan employs technology based on the thermobaric principle which uses heat and pressure to kill people targeted across a wide wide air it says here area i'm sure area it just says air though huh. doesn't say area. <laughs> well there you go it sucks the air out of the lungs of people yeah this, this and apparently very effective uh-huh if, if you're and it's it's particularly effective in a cave <laughs> well, I, I can yeah, imagine. And they're so I, they're they're talking about this, if or they, in a restroom, or in a restroom yeah. where where senators hang out. Wow, we're getting near the end. Here. Yeah, we are. I went on. The Bush administration issued regulations that would legalize and expand the controversial coal mining practice known as mountaintop removal. 
The state of Texas performed its 400th execution since capital punishment was reinstated in the United States in 1976. Yeah. This is one I really found peculiar. The John Galt Corporation of the Bronx hired last year for... Now, did you get the name? I just went right by that. Nobody John, stopped. The John, the John Galt Corporation gotcha. of the Bronx hired last year for the dangerous and complex job of demolishing the former Deutsche Bank building, uh, which... Oh, went Nick, uh, right next to the World Trade Center, the South Street. World Trade Center, right. which suffered uh, heavy damage. It's been condemned. The Deutsche Bank has. The name of the company taking it down, the Galt, John Galt Corporation, does not seem to have done anything much, much since it was incorporated in 1983. John Galt was the... Uh, a fellow in Atlas Shrug by Ayn Rand. Oh. And, and, the, and I believe the novel begins with the sentence, who is John Galt? Wow. So we... So there's a corporation we know nothing about. It was taken down a building that was damaged in 9-11, named after a fellow uh, a li- <laughs> who was the, uh, uh, one of the key characters in a novel by a prominent libertarian. I don't know. It just, I just sounded it just sounded curious to me. Well, we'll find out more about it, won't we? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and, and finally, finally. <laughs> I knew that was coming. So this one I like. President Hugo Chavez has said that uh, has moved Venezuela Venezuela's official time. Let's start over again. Okay, and finally, President Hugo Chavez said that. Venezuela's official time will be put ahead by half an hour starting January 1st. Okay. It's about the metabolic effect, where the human brain is conditioned by sunlight, Chavez said. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.